it's Ramsey's Recaps. Welcome back. It's me, Courtney. I'm the host. And today I am once again joined by my friend Erica. It's me, Erica. I'm not the host. <laughs> you could you could be if you wanted to. This is your podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> you just sign off. Yeah. Um, it's like if you've ever quit a Zoom meeting or left a Zoom meeting by accident and it's, it immediately says you are the host now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at me. Look at me. I am the host now. Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> well, um, Erica, it's been a while since you've been on the pod. Have you been? Hot minute. Aggressively the same. You yeah. Know. We're still in a, a, a panorama, so. A pan- yeah. I've been calling it a Pamela Anderson. <laughs> oh my god that's my favorite okay. thing i called it the 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 demi the other day on an instagram post and i was like that feels i don't know nicole byer calls it a pandemic a pandemic yeah she also calls the stimulus check stimmies so <laughs> pandemic over miami yeah well moons over pandemic <laughs> moons over my pandemic <laughs> Is that clearly i'm <laughs> yes clearly clearly i'm just really missing like restaurants <laughs> just shitty diner food yeah not eating in my own sad home yeah i also miss not eating in my own sad home i miss eating in random places in new york on my way to something you know? <gasps> oh my god nothing quite like oh that random pizza place looks good popping in shoving in a greasy margarita slice and then moving on to your next destination nothing like yeah. it or like fully sitting down in a starbucks with like dunkin donuts <laughs> <laughs> the power move which is a thing i've fully done many times because dunkin donuts was cheaper than starbucks and they have better breakfast sandwiches but starbucks you're is right nice you're right in. and you should say it you're right <laughs> and you should say it look if starbucks wants to be fancy with their breakfast sandwiches they can be but i want that two for six croissant so <laughs> That's where I'm at. Speaking of New York, this week we're in New York. We're in uh, Great Neck, New York, and we're visiting Trobiano's, an Italian restaurant owned by Anthony Trobiano and his girlfriend Tiffany's parents, Joe and Pat. So not his parents, his girlfriend's parents also own the restaurant with him, which is a whole Mm. confusing debacle. Off the bat. I'll say this this one started dark off the bat like the the implications off the bat were like ooh, not my first choice yeah the oh. the the idea that somebody's like parents would invest their money into their like daughter's boyfriend's venture is very weird to me yeah I you don't know yeah. how relationship is gonna go <laughs> Yeah, I needed to know. They didn't give extreme specifics, but I needed to know how many months in, how many years in, how many, like, did he give a PowerPoint presentation? Like, how was this presented? Yeah, I think he has, I think at one point Tiffany said that they'd been together for about six years. Okay. Yeah, totally. I was in a fugue state by then, I guess. that That's good to know. Yeah. That, uh, six years as opposed to like six months. Still not great. No, still weird, I think. Like, if they were married, I can see it a little more, I guess. But even still, that's weird. Yeah. No, um, yeah. Yeah. Keep going. I don't want to get into the, I don't want to get ahead of myself. <laughs> why is it always, why is it always the New York restaurants that are the, that are the wildest? Like, 
Because people uh, just food. Long Island in general. I triggered because I went to school in Long Island, and uh, um, <laughs> just the vibe. Every time they go to a Long Island restaurant, it's like, yeah, that's it. They're all the same. Like the vibe is always the same, and it's like, yeah, that's that's what that's what it's like. So the restaurant has been open just three years and is already struggling amidst the competition of other Italian restaurants because it is New York and there are approximately 7 million Italian restaurants in New York. Anthony is a trained chef who went to culinary school. So he is the chef in the kitchen, although he says later that he's never worked in any other restaurant. So I wouldn't say he's exactly trained. Yeah. Why work for other people when I can bankrupt my girlfriend's family and have my own restaurant? Tiffany, his girlfriend, is a server in the restaurant along with Tiffany's mom, Pat, who's a hostess, and her dad is also there doing stuff. I don't, they didn't really give him a role, I guess. But he's around. Which, like, not to not to shit on waitresses at all. If that's what she wanted to do, cool. But I, I was kind of surprised to find out that she was a waitress and not, like, a hostess or something like that. You know what I mean? I was, I'm yeah. like, oh. I have learned from, like my alana who works in a restaurant that i guess waitresses technically make more than hostesses mm, mm-hmm. tips. so yeah because they make better tips because they're actually like serving the food so i don't know yeah, but you don't get no good tips if the food is is trash which isn't her fault no so to like help keep the restaurant afloat they have an early bird special where <laughs> starting at like 4 30 uh, you get food for fourteen ninety five. You get like an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. I assume, and all of the old people can come in and eat their food at four thirty, and then the restaurant closes by like seven. When when Gordon came in, and the first thing he said was, "Oh, it's for sale." And I was like, "Oh, never mind, it's a menu." I was pissing myself. I was like, "What a good setup! We're already doing so well." Yeah. So Tiffany is is frustrated with Anthony because at this point she was like, we should be married and have kids by now, even though they're like 28. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But my 26 year old ass is like, how, how do you make pasta? <laughs> and she's like, where are my children? Where's my ring? Where's my 401k? Troviano, they say that Troviano took off in the beginning, but Anthony couldn't keep up with the demand for everything. And so they dropped quality. And that means that they dropped customers. Joe and Pat are tired of sinking money into the business. They're over $500,000 in debt to this tiny little restaurant. And they all work at the restaurant every day, all with each other every day. So they're just constantly arguing. And then Gordon arrives (laughs) and immediately is not impressed. My face through this whole episode was the teeth clench emoji. (laughs) Everything was a little it was you know what i mean it was just yeah um, (laughs) it was a lot of ooh, bud (laughs) it's not good Ooh, ah uh like when they said um the like the voiceover at some point was like uh his uh future father-in-law i was like "Mm, that's really ambitious like i think we we drift further and further from god's light every day It appears anyway. Yeah, because Gordon will also call Tiffany his fiance at points. And then it cuts to like a talking head of her and it just says girlfriend slash server under her. Oh my God. (laughs) Imagine if every single time it was like, (laughs) it was like your fiance. And then it just cut to her being like, I'm not his fiance. (laughs) He hasn't hasn't proposed. There's no ring on this finger. (laughs) She just holds it up to the camera. Do you see? Do you see the ring? Yeah. Also the, the dad, Joe, is very 
like forget about it he says forget about it like at least three times in this episode he's very that kind of new york italian man i don't know if long islanders know that they don't have to be that way has anyone told them (laughs) i don't think they know any other way (laughs) it's like congratulations you have a healthy baby boy. Now here is the is is a copy of the Godfather's one, two, and three. <laughs> Study these every day. <laughs> Raise your child right. So Gordon sits down with them to talk about the business. He asks, like, whose idea was the early bird special? And Anthony was like, it was mine. And Gordon, I remember Gordon was like, did anybody like tell you not to do that? Does anybody else say that they have input in this restaurant? And he's like, no, it's not their name on the awning. It's my name on the awning. And he's like, well, it's not your money (laughs) in the business. No, I am a white man. They let me do what I want. Yeah. And there were moments too, where Joe and Pat were like, yeah, we shouldn't be letting him do all this. We're, we own the place too. And it was like, no, you have, you got your house on the line like okay mm. so gordon i just, that- just want to say before you continue um it's pretty ageist to say that like these these old people deserve good food too like what the fuck like just because it's early bird special don't mean it has to be like this sad like out the freezer lasagna you know what i mean but i will say the sexual tension between gordon and that one woman he was like how's how's your dinner over here how's how's it with the golden girls she leaned in and she was like she she was like oh you're a very good chef you're a very good chef i was like kiss (laughs) kiss more for the fan fiction that's the obligatory gordon ramsay is hot moment in this episode for sure it's always an older woman hitting on gordon oh i loved it i loved it her face lit up so Gordon discovers Anthony has never worked in an Italian restaurant and Gordon's like <laughs> already off the bat being like, you're arrogant. I can already tell that you're arrogant and cocky. And Anthony is very honest. He's like, yeah, I am arrogant and cocky. I think my food is fucking good. So at least he knows that about himself. <laughs> there are a lot of things in life that are objective. Art, <laughs> uh, music, things like that. I would argue that food tasting at least relatively good is not a gray area you know yeah food is either good or bad you know although i will say i will say to be fair uh like later on like when they were you know grilling people about how the food was i think i would have to be grilled to to then admit because i do think that we get into this groove of like it's food. I'm eating it. I'm not thinking about it. Uh, because mm-hmm. at no point would I be like those people who were like, this tastes like nothing. Like that one guy who's like, this tastes like nothing. It's like, yeah. there's definitely a lot of nothing that I've made uh, and not thought about it and just put it in my mouth. But to be fair, I'm not a chef. I'm, I, I don't take money from people to make them food. So um... yeah. Yeah. It's one that, that it's one thing to make nothing food for yourself. And you're like, I just need to eat something. It's another to like charge people 20 bucks for it. (laughs) You will eat this under salted noodles. It's like, but I don't want to, but you will. And you'll give me $28. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank y'all. Now get out. (laughs) 
my my opinion is that your opinion is shit so the family is like very distressed that they have to work together all the time and gordon's like okay well i want to see like how a dinner service or i want to like taste the food so no you don't i'll already tell you right now gordon no you don't i mean he knows he doesn't but he knows he has to it's it's in his contract (laughs) he's like just give me the just give me the chicken dish just give it just give it to me gordon comes back at 4 30 p.m to uh (laughs) enjoy the early bird special with the older clientele that they have there he comments that he is the youngest in the restaurant by a good like 30 years and he asks joe like who the fuck eats dinner at 4 30 (laughs) p.m and joe's like it's ridiculous right like forget about it like (laughs) stop and (laughs) and oh he said something else he was oh he was like you have your fork knife spoon and straw (laughs) oh my god yeah that's when i wrote i was like please god please i think that's why he's been getting away with it for so long is that he's been feeding old just taking advantage of these older people it's like Mm -hmm. dude again again if i and and to be fair if i ever end up in a sad eating montage of an early bird special at a, at a restaurant on kitchen nightmares please just euthanize me i don't <laughs> want to go on at that point and it and just end it all <laughs> yeah gordon calls the drab the the decor drab and fuddy-duddy just like the old people there he, i mean same <laughs> he orders the eggplant tower the chicken wrapped <laughs> shrimp and a salmon <laughs> with a side of spaghetti bolognese because you can order any entree and get a side of pasta so you get two entrees for the price of one i'm gonna argue real quick here that it wasn't shrimp wrapped in chicken i'm gonna argue that was something that small it was shrimp stuffed chicken yeah but it was called chicken wrapped shrimp so yeah i don't i don't agree i don't agree and i'm upset like when they were like chicken wrapped i don't as if they're wrapping i don't know it bothered me bothered me um i can't taste it so that i can't be mad about that so it bothered gordon too so don't worry so he gets good he gets the eggplant tower and he hates it he says the mozzarella tastes like processed and store-bought which, like, it probably is. I don't know many restaurants that, like, take the time to make their own fucking mozzarella cheese, Gordon Ramsay. Mm, no, yeah. No, that's, that's not a big, it's not a big get. Yeah, but that, it's, it's built up now because it comes into play heavily later, the whole mozzarella thing. So, like. <laughs> yeah, it was weird when they introduced it because it made sense later. But when they first introduced it, you were like, um. Yeah, it's good foreshadowing for later on. <laughs> <laughs> Looks into the camera. Mozzarella. If you say mozzarella three times, a cow appears. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon Ramsay appears and douses you in unpasteurized milk. Oh and then he gets the chicken wrapped shrimp and he says the chicken is dry and that the shrimp is really hard and it smells like chicken, but it tastes like shrimp. And he's very confused by it. How do you make shrimp hard? You overcook it. I don't even think you were supposed to cook shrimp. Well, I know that people cook shrimp, but like it looked like raw, like not raw. I don't know, fucking, you know, like when you yeah. dip it in the in the not marinara sauce and eat it. That's what it looked like. Oh, like a so shrimp cocktail? Those are cooked. Yeah. Those are just boiled, though. Those are cooked? Yeah, they're just boiled. I thought those were raw. 
No, raw shrimp are gray. They're really gray oh. and weird looking. Oh, and then cooked no. shrimp are pink. Yeah. Shrimp are oh. gross. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm learning I'm learning a lot here in here on this day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it 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 is weird to put that inside of a chicken because they cook at wildly different times. <laughs> like a chicken takes so long to cook and a shrimp takes literally three minutes. So of course the shrimp is overcooked. You put the it inside shrimp, of a chicken. <laughs> the shrimp is meant to just kiss the boiled water. Kiss yeah. It. Much much like most sea like shellfish, it's just meant to like sit for a second and like you put it next the to suggestion of, of heat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you waft some candle flame over it and it cooks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, what an unappealing dish. It sounds disgusting. And yeah. So Gordon hated it, and then he gets the salmon, and the salmon is so dry. Like, I could tell just from the TV that it was so dry. And he thinks it's weird that you get, like, a full plate of spaghetti with an already full plate of entree. And then Joe takes it back to the kitchen, and he, like, shows it to Anthony. And Anthony is fucking pissed that Gordon hated his food, because he thought his food was so good. Anthony, like if you wrote Anthony in something, people would uh, tell you that it was like a too tropey of a character. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how the fact that this person is a living, breathing human is sort of like, what? <laughs> so she, Gordon also goes around the dining room at one point and asks people like, oh, like you got two entrees. Will you be back tomorrow? And they're like, no, because I have lunch here. So I won't be I won't be coming back tomorrow. And he's like, oh, so this is where they're losing all their money is that they're giving away a full second meal and then people aren't coming back. True. But also the the idea of like, <laughs> I'm coming back tomorrow. Like, OK, some of us. Yes. Yeah, some of us do go to the same restaurant three days in a row. But listen, that's not everybody's experience. So him being like <laughs> the fact that you're not making these these people taking away the option for people to immediately come back 12 hours from now i was a little bit like gordon how how often do you think people eat out at restaurants i'm wondering like does he have people that come to his restaurant literally every day for dinner like every day and like spending like 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 their diner regulars but it's yeah. they're paying like 50 dollars a meal it's like oh hey roger you want the <laughs> lobster flambe again yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I can't, yeah. The idea that you would go back to a restaurant multiple days in a row is wild to me. He's like, you will only eat at this restaurant, you only will eat this chicken-wrapped shrimp. <laughs> all this you will know is Jobianos. Jobianos. At 7pm, all of the early birds have left, and dinner service is, this is extremely quiet. That restaurant was empty. They might as well have closed at 7pm. I even, I wrote down in my notes, I was like, do they just like close at seven because everyone's gone like that's when that's restaurants usually like. their busiest like every day is a sunday in a small <laughs> rural town everything's closed at 7 p.m go somewhere else go to the 7-eleven <laughs> we're not open anymore <laughs> so gordon tells them that the food is gross that the food was horrible anthony is very defensive gordon is like did you taste the food before it went out or did you taste it when it came back and anthony's like i don't want to taste the food and gordon's like if you want to be a chef you have to taste the food bye i'll see you tomorrow and then gordon leaves 
And then I actually don't enjoy eating. I'm not a, I'm not a food person. You know, I just don't, I don't, <laughs> mm, don't want it in me. I just cook it. I don't actually eat it because I'm a robot of an Italian <laughs> man. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> <laughs> ravioli, ravioli, give me the formioli. <laughs> <laughs> Revealed. So then Gordon leaves and the family is left to fight amongst themselves. And then, um, dun, dun, dun. Gordon's like, oh, I can't sleep tonight. I'm going to go back and see what the kitchen looks like. And this is how we get the kitchen inspection of this episode. God. So Gordon sneaks in the back door, um, unbeknownst to Anthony and Tiffany and her parents, because they're continuing to argue in the dining room. And Gordon, like, opens the cupboards and finds like moldy food he like looks under the stove and it's gross there's like weird water just like on top of all of the plates he (laughs) finds mouse poop like behind some things Uh and then as the family is still fighting about like whatever the fuck they're fighting about gordon comes back into the dining room and they're like oh my god gordon ramsay's back and he's like you fucker come in the kitchen with me (laughs) And Anthony is like, Anthony says, why should I clean? That's what we have staff for. And it was honestly (laughs) terrible. Gordon's head explodes like a child in an airhead commercial. He truly does like a, like a triple take. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And Anthony's like, what? That's why I hire people. And Gordon's like, well, obviously they're not cleaning either. So your place is filthy. (laughs) Fucking fix it. They're all looking at each other like, I thought you were the one supposed to do the clean. No, I thought you were the one who was supposed to. No, it's not me. Yeah. So Gordon is like mad because Anthony's like, we clean every day. Don't like, it's not a big deal. Gordon's like, obviously not. So Gordon leaves. He's like, I don't want to help you guys anymore. Bye. <laughs> Anthony has to go and chase Gordon down the street and tell him that he is committed to changing in some way in order to make the restaurant work and he doesn't want to be a failure and gordon says i will help you if you can like try to be more humble because you've had you've had it too easy for too long anthony (laughs) just stop being the way that you are yeah and we'll all get along and then gordon makes him clean the kitchen like that night I loved that because it wasn't like they brought in a whole team. I mean, I'm sure they did, but the fact that he initially was like, nah, all y'all get in there, (laughs) roll up them, them button downs, take off those fancy cufflinks and scrub those floors. Still, it was a pretty dirty kitchen. Dylan's being the second episode of the entire show as a whole really sets you up for like every other kitchen not being as bad as that one yeah you can't really get lower than like tiny cockroaches all over everything yeah i think the worst one next to that is a mexican restaurant that's at the end of this season which has like just disgusting bridges Mm. that'll be a fun one to do the human centipede everyone's favorite kitchen nightmares episode (laughs) my god (laughs) Can you imagine Gordon opens a fridge and he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's just a, an abomination of a person in there. Like, help me. And like, he reaches past it and grabs a moldy can of tomato sauce. <laughs> and he's like, I've eaten this. 
Oh, I was eating this. Somebody oh, make that a man. video so I could like watch it. Somebody parody that for me. <laughs> Somebody more talented than me make that a YouTube video. <laughs> so Gordon takes them the next day to a farm to milk cows. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's the best. Love Gordon Ramsay field trips. <laughs> You're very excited about this one. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm excited. And then the minute I thought about it after I said that, I and then looked at my notes. I was like, oh, no, no, I regret. Can we? I regret that. Can we? <laughs> I changed my mind. I changed, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> the way Gordon is like, so these are animals. Have you seen them before? <laughs> They're like, I grew up in New Jersey, so no. <laughs> What, you want me to take off my Gucci gloves to touch her underside? You want me to touch her leaky undersides? You sound like Marissa Tomei. <laughs> my cousin oh my Vinny. <laughs> my cousin Vinny, the Kitchen Nightmares episode. Oh, I would love to see Joe Pesci in my in Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> this was super suggestive with the milking the cow, and I'm not... I wasn't about it. I wasn't for it. Except I am going to get teats are not your strong point tattooed over my top surgery scars so. i also wrote that down that is a great line teats are not your strong point anthony like god bless it should have panned it should have should have looked over at his girlfriend who <laughs> would have been like i'm what yeah because basically gordon takes them here and makes them milk a cow and they're all terrible <laughs> at it because they none of them have ever touched a cow in their life and, and the farmer comes over and looks at them like how did you all get in here <laughs> And then Gordon looks at them and is like, by the way, we're going to take this milk, this like <laughs> centimeter of milk that we've gotten, and we're going to make fresh mozzarella for the restaurant because that's going to be our new signature is fresh mozzarella. So suck my dick. Yeah. So start start yanking on these udders and get that milk a-flowing because we're going to need as much as we can get. Uh... And, then, and then we get, as they're walking away, we get the good teats are not your strong point line from Gordon to Anthony. <laughs> Jesus. So Gordon takes them back to the restaurant and shows them how to make the fresh mozzarella. And then they have like a lot of fun on this like family field trip. And they're like, this is the first time we've smiled ever as a family. <laughs> so this is the first time I spent more than 10 minutes with my brother where I don't want to murder him. <laughs> so Gordon's like, with just 45 minutes a day, you can make a ton of fresh mozzarella. And that's what you can do every morning for the restaurant it was like a it was like a for only 10 cents a day you can feed this undernourished child with your mozzarella bar yeah they're making mozzarella sarah mclaughlin is playing in, playing in the background <laughs> in the arms of the mozzarella <laughs> so for the evening service the the early bird special is gone no more no moss fuck those old people gordon ramsay <laughs> 2009 <laughs> yeah i couldn't think uh, of the year i think it was 2008 gordon ramsay 2008 so the restaurant has two specials that night mozzarella specials and the pasta special i don't remember what they were exactly it doesn't really matter anthony refuses to taste any of the food as it's going out like I right off the bat i don't understand i don't understand and the restaurant is packed that night full of young people for the first time in like ever <laughs> Because they're finally like, okay, Gordon Ramsay's in town. We can finally let these other people in the restaurant. Okay, go. And 
Anthony refuses to taste. And then we got a good moment of Gordon Ramsay going out the back door to like do a sidebar moment and being like, like hands flame, like this guy just won't taste his food. I'll just can't get him to taste his food. I really need him to taste his food. And then he goes back to go inside and the door is locked. <laughs> so he locked himself out of the restaurant. Oh, it was good. It was, it was tasty. Yeah. That was some good, like karma for Gordon. <laughs> Have you noticed that he, when he gets nervous, well, not nervous, but when he gets worked up, his, his tick thing that he does is he pulls on the sides of his, his jacket Mm -hmm. and I'm, and it starts to make me nervous. I feel like he's got like, um, like just two bits of skin that have just been pulled away from the sides of his body, (laughs) like love handles, but just skin with the indents of his fingers. He also like slaps his thighs a lot when he's excited. (laughs) And he like throws his hand around. And I feel like the the more emotion Gordon has, the higher his hair gets. Like, oh my God. Yeah. He runs his hands through it until it's like just Hades. Just like sticking straight up. Oh my God. <laughs> I am going to kill this family. So Anthony is still not tasting the food and it goes to the customers and they're like, this doesn't taste like anything. This tastes bad. This is dry. And we get like the one guy who's like, throws his fork down he's like it tastes like nothing like full dramatics for the so camera dramatic like yeah like he looked like a plant like again i need to stress that i would have to be interrogated like by batman to admit that oh yeah maybe it could have been seasoned a little bit more like these people who are like flagrantly like uh my noodles uh are not as al dente as i would like fuck you fuck your family get me a new plate like yeah. it's so aggressive yeah, and this does like get to the point where where we're in deep enough into the formula of Kitchen Nightmares where I'm like, how many people were plants just to send mm. food back? And how many were like actual customers? And how many yeah. really just did it to get on camera more? Because you know people yeah. and they're just gonna be as dramatic as possible to get their FaceTime on camera so they can say they were on an episode of Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> the real people are like yeah, it's pretty good. I think it's pretty nice. Maybe you could yeah, add a little, maybe a, a little bit, a little bit more sauce. But it's pretty good. I think I'll take on the the leftovers. <laughs> so in the middle of dinner service, Anthony burns a fucking dish. Fire alarm goes off, which I got sleep no more flashbacks to that. Oh my god! I wrote that I was triggered of him at the fucking <laughs> fire panel. I've heard that sound <laughs> so many times. My brain. I ooh, I almost just launched myself out the window. Oh my god! Although, can you imagine if everyone clapped and sleep no more? Can you imagine <laughs> if everyone clapped the, the way that everyone panel? clapped in the restaurant? Yeah, where they were like, "Yay, thank you!" Like, can you imagine if everyone asleep no more stopped and turned to the person in the black mask and was like, "Thank you so much." That would be firstly ridiculous because they don't ever acknowledge us, anyways. <laughs> Except to be like, hey, fucker, where's the bathroom? There used to be a position that was near a fire, the fire panel, and it would go off occasionally. And if you didn't catch it in time, the fire alarm would go off, which is yep. hilarious. I was never there when the fire alarm went off ever. Um, I somehow missed those, except for the drill days, which was weird. But yeah, it was always stressful to like know that at any moment that fucking janky ass fire panel would just like shout at the rest of the place to get the fuck out. <laughs> I don't trust Girl, it. hearing that alarm could make it. me, make me, you know, reflexively piss my pants. It's it's deeply ingrained in me. <laughs> Anthony's stressed. People are sending food back. It's an hour into service. Some people have even left their food. The night ends in a disaster, and Gordon's like, "Anthony, 
you have to taste the food before it goes out. That is the biggest like thing that you can do right now. I don't think that's their biggest problem. Like, probably not. No, but Gordon really pushes that. That is the biggest problem is that Anthony is not tasting the food. And so they're all like, we have to be better because relaunch is tomorrow. So. And prom is tomorrow. Just be better, everyone. Imagine being a fucking PA on the show. And when they when they show the the second long sped up clip of them like repainting and refitting the restaurant, like it must be agony. Someone coming up to him being like, you need to fucking find an exact match for this backsplash or else I will eviscerate you in front of Gordon Ramsay. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm on it. I'm on it. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, Mr. Fox. Yes. (laughs) So (laughs) Mr. Fox. (laughs) What's on Fox? Like I don't know who owns it. No, you're you're right. You're right. The next day, or whatever, overnight, the restaurant is transformed. And before the restaurant wasn't bad looking, it was a little boring. It was very, like, gray and white. But then they took that and just made it brown. Like, it looked the same, but brown. It's not a good thing. The same, but emo. (laughs) I could be your angle or your devil. They just made it darker. <laughs> I personally love the shelves with random empty beer bottles lined up on them. How about that? Yeah, I was also a fan of the like weird projector of like sepia <laughs> toned Italian tacky photos. Oh my god. I I just remember I didn't realize it when I was watching the episode why I was feeling so strongly about that. There was a Chinese restaurant that we would go to that had an entire wall that was a projector that would project different pictures of the great wall of China and various like beautiful sights of China. And yeah, seeing that I was like, dude, you couldn't have just put up one nice picture or bought one of those picture frames that itself cycles through the photos. Like not this weird haunted mansion projection shit happening. Yeah, and Gordon said, like, it's an Italian restaurant, so we have to have photos of Italy. Do we? We're in New York. Like, (laughs) just because it's an Italian restaurant doesn't mean I need to, like, be reminded of the fact that I'm not in Italy eating pasta. Like, I think he's legitimately making fun of them. (laughs) They're taking it for for him being serious. He's like... Yeah, because everyone's, like, crying. They're like, oh, my God, it looks so beautiful. He shows them their new mozzarella bar, which is just, like, a little cart with bowls of (laughs) mozzarella on it. Uh, Soggy cheese bar. Come get your wet cheese. What is a mozzarella bar? (laughs) I don't know. They showed it for, like, a second. I was like, someone was like, it's a salad. Oh, yeah, Michael was like, it's like a salad bar. And I was like, it's not like a salad bar. A salad has cheese. A salad bar has cheese in it, but it has other things too. The mozzarella bar, like what? Do you just go up there and grab a plate like it's a buffet? And you just pile on the, the moots? I think later it showed that you could order like from the mozzarella bar and one of the waiters would go over and like bring you a bowl of mozzarella with some olive oil and like some shit on it, I guess. Great. I don't know who goes to a restaurant just to eat balls of mozzarella, but sure. <laughs> it's it's like a dessert bar where it's just like different variations of mozzarella. It's like, here we have baked mozzarella. We have uh, cheesecake made with mozzarella. We have 
this is a lasagna, but it's made with, um, no, it's just lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> just a regular lasagna. Oh my God. Although it is worth it just to hear every, all the fucking Italian people pronouncing mozzarella. Mozzarella. You want some of that mozzarella bar? <laughs> like, <laughs> pardon? Or when they go like prosciutto. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Mozzarella Hi, can I get some prosciutto? Oh my God. So it's relaunch night. They have a new menu. It's condensed. Dishes are simple. And because it's relaunch night and because they're in New York and because it's Gordon Ramsay, the editor in chief of a recently canceled magazine, Bon Appetit. <laughs> oh that caught me so off guard <laughs> that no one gives a shit about bon appetit yeah stopped in 20, 2020 bon appetit editor-in-chief barbara fairchild is joining them for dinner she seems mm. lovely <laughs> i don't know i don't follow bon appetit anymore claire saffitz has her own youtube channel now and that's all i care about <laughs> oh and uh What's her name? Who's been on Binging with Babish? Oh, Sola. Yeah, she also yep. has some stuff Sola. going on. Bless her. The only person I don't know where he is now is Brad, and I miss him dearly. Brad! So, the mozzarella bar is a great thing for the customers because it's like a good appetizer. It slows down service in the kitchen so they can like get food out faster. In the kitchen, Gordon is at Anthony at every turn being like taste the food taste the food taste the food Tiffany's like I'm gonna put a sign back here that says taste the fucking food Anthony like <laughs> he's gonna like feed him like a baby bird he's gonna chew it and then just like puke it into Anthony's mouth yeah <laughs> Joe is keeping an eye out for the VIP like everyone's like who are they gonna be what do they look like where are they gonna sit like ooh and then in the middle of service before the vip even gets there but they don't know that a fish dish gets sent back because it's cold and that ruins not anthony's the night. fish dish it ruins anthony's night that the fish is cold and scorgon's like get it fucking together put out the new fish taste the food fuck you yeah. fuck your chicken strips <laughs> fuck your cold fish so then the bon appetit table comes in they order oh, thank God. one of everything on the menu. I wonder if they're like the critics. <laughs> yeah, that's because that's like, Tiffany comes back and she's like, I think the critics are here. And Gordon's like, how do you know? And they're like, well, she ordered one of everything for the table. And he's like, that's a critic. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you fucking did when you came in. Yeah. So the pressure's on. Anthony does remember the taste of food. And the Bon Appetit table love the food. They love it. Great. <laughs> That's exactly how they say it. This is so good. Have you ever had sauce before? This sauce. Oh this, my God, this sauce. This pork chop is just so tender. Oh my God. Have you I ever have to had be honest. Chop? I have to be honest. I fucking hated that they had a pork chop on the menu because every pork chop I've ever eaten had the texture of a mattress. Pork chops? It's funny because the recipe for this week is a pork chop recipe. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it is. I'm not a huge pork chop fan because I don't think they taste that great no matter what you do to them. It just tastes like weird. It, it feels like you should be eating a steak instead. You know? Pork tastes like and feels like you're eating a human being. You know what I mean when you say that? When I say that? Well, it is the other white meat, so yeah. Are you implying, are you saying that humans are the other white meat? I, I assume that if you cook a human being, it would look like a pork chop. Mmm. Don't love that. Like that I do think grayness that you get with oh, a pork chop? They do, call, they do call it long pig. 
when they when they say like oh long pig that that's human is maybe it? that's why i just have a bone deep rejection of of pork chops <laughs> so the fact that they're like hmm, pork chops i was like <laughs> however i i am going to change my name to the new yorker so that when i go to restaurants people will serve me better that's a good move that's a good move i'll be bon appetit magazine <laughs> i don't yeah i don't know about that though uh i don't maybe you can reclaim it maybe yeah, I'm, gonna reclaim it. I'm gonna reclaim it as my own yeah I'll and, be then, like, and um, then people praise you for it but bon appetit the not racist edition that's, that's my... <laughs> asterisk 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 yeah our that's food like, um, isn't racist have you ever watched nathan for you no oh it's this guy it's a comedian he like goes to businesses that are struggling and he gives them like a new business plan but it's really funny like he went to a coffee shop and he was like oh your new name is dumb starbucks because you're like starbucks (laughs) you're dumb (laughs) and he's like you have a dumb frappuccino and starbucks can't sue you because it's parody (laughs) like that's just that's just dunkin donuts he can't do that (laughs) but he did it's really funny wow wow so the Bon Appetit table is happy and relaunches branded a success. Gordon takes Anthony aside. Stop. Like, Here, it's, it's happening. Hey, bud. You love your girlfriend. Here's a ring. Why Anthony's like, do I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? fucking pulls out. Like, okay, Gordon. Technically, Gordon proposes to Anthony. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> to then propose to his girlfriend. To Tiffany. The ring is... Gordon Ramsay could have afforded a better ring. That was just a silver band. Where's the diamond? Give her a diamond. <laughs> Excuse me. It was like Gordon Ramsay, my first shop assignment wedding ring. Like it looked like shit. It was a shitty. What wedding the fuck? Ring. It was like the the jewelry that you get sent home when you newly pierced your your ear. Like it's just a fucking silver ring. Yeah, they fully went to Claire's and got that. Like <laughs> he did not go to Jared. No. Everyone in the restaurant is like eating dinner and Anthony comes out and is like, Hey, I have an announcement, which firstly, (laughs) no, I'll get to that. You're eating people. (laughs) So he proposes to Tiffany in front of everyone. She cries. Everyone cries. Everyone's hugging. Gordon Ramsay comes in and is like, by the way, you're going to get married tonight. And they're like, "Ah!" (laughs) which I have a lot of questions about. Firstly, did they hold all of those customers hostage and make them watch a wedding? I gotta tell you, worst nightmare. <laughs> worst nightmare. I'm just trying to eat my my food in my quiet shame. And that now I have to witness this. Now I have to watch somebody get fucking married. Oh, it's dark. In their own restaurant that their yeah. boyfriend sort of gaslit their parents into buying for it? Uh, ooh. Ooh. Yeah, secondly, where the fuck is Anthony's family? Are they there? You know what? That's a really good point. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. Thirdly, that dress that she got was ugly. They did her dirty (laughs) with that too. That was not a cute dress. It did not fit her right. They were like, we pulled this out of the costume trailer. This is what we had. They used it in The Godfather or maybe not. We don't know. Uh, Put it on. This poor girl, she was so desperate for a wedding, she was just going to take, like, whatever the fuck they got her. Yeah, so they have Tiffany and Anthony, who are going to get married. They have they have Tiffany's parents, who are there. Her dad walks her down the aisle. We have all of the guests in the restaurant, who are now guests at this wedding. A priest comes in to do the ceremony, and Gordon Ramsay 
Gordon Ramsay must be his best man at that point. Like, <laughs> I really hope all of the pictures are like, you know, they make a fucking wedding video and half the pictures are just people they don't know, like eating <laughs> pasta. Like, it's like half a forkful of spaghetti in somebody's mouth. <laughs> this is your auntie Carlo. Uh, this one, we'll call her, oh, we'll call her Karen. I don't know who this lady is. Yeah, so they get married. Being, the being proposed to and married in the restaurant that your family is in half a million worth of debt over is the Long Island American dream. <laughs> That's all I want in life, you know. <laughs> I can't. I can't. So I, I want. I bet after all of this happened, Tiffany was like, "We're having a real fucking wedding after this. You better." <laughs> that was cute, but that was a good ceremony. I know legally we're married now. I want a better one. <laughs> you are paying for it too. You better rent out the ballroom at the Holiday Inn and we're going. <laughs> you better rent out that country club that we live around the corner from but can't afford to go to. This, I gotta I'll be honest, this whole end of the episode is the singular reason why I'm trans so that I cannot get forcibly married in a restaurant by Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> It truly, I spent the whole last 10 minutes of this episode with my jaw on the floor wishing to be anywhere else. I astral projected out of my body. I always turn off the episode before the wedding happens because I don't want to see it. So like the fact that I had to watch it again for this thing, I was like, uh, it's so uncomfortable. It's so Also, weird. the horrible implication always like that you frequently have to watch the, <laughs> you frequently subject yourself to this episode and are like, oh, it's about to the point where I have to turn it off. I don't usually. Oh watch my god! Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'll like put on Kitchen Nightmares and it'll just like keep going on YouTube, and this episode will come on, and I'll let it play through like Gordon eating the food, and I'll be like, "That's enough." <laughs> and you'll be like, "Uh, no thanks, no thank you, bye." So what happened next at Trobianos? You may be wondering. So it closed in October of two thousand eight. Mm. The restaurant was. Was seized. that a year later? That was less than a year later. Oh my god. Yeah, because the episode was filmed in February of 2008. The episode aired in September of 2008. And it closed <gasps> in October of 2008 for not paying taxes. The restaurant was seized by the government. <gasps> oh my god. So you couldn't even go there within two months? No. The restaurant, the, the episode aired and they are like, we did it. We, we kitchen nightmare our way to the top. And then like five days later, they were like, so we can't keep going because we forgot <laughs> to do taxes this year. <laughs> oh my God. So Anthony then became a chef at Speranza food studio, which closed in 2011. Mm, he's like a virus. He is currently the executive chef at Torella's restaurant and bar in New York. Anthony and Tiffany are Wait. still married and they have three <gasps> children together. Oh, that's sweet. I'm glad that she got that marriage out of it. Yeah. At least as long as they're still happy. It sounds like he has a good job now. I don't know what Chorella's restaurant bar is, but I'm going to look it up and see like what's the deal Executive? That. That's a good word. That's a big high up word. Big big strong man word. Yeah, that's like kind of the head chef. Good for good for them. I'm glad that they exist. I they're still living. They have chill offspring that they wanted. Mm -hmm. Good for them. Good for them. It's in Melville, New York. I don't know where that is, but... Melville. That sounds nice. I'm going to see how far it is from Brooklyn. Too far. Oh, 
only two hours away. You can get there by train. (laughs) Maybe not in COVID times, but yeah, it looks like a nice place. Wow. Yeah, good for him. Not the most disastrous ending that could have happened to these these people. Oh, it's in Long Island. Okay. Long Island, please. Where most things are in Kitchen Nightmares. So, yeah, good for him. Well... Yeah, I'm glad that they they yeah, I'm I'm glad that they've they've maintained s- some sort of something. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts about this episode? Any any final words of wisdom to Trobianos? Don't be from Long Island. Don't be <laughs> living on Long Island. Don't own a restaurant on Long Island. Don't get married in a restaurant on Long Island. And don't don't make your own mozzarella. <laughs> Because why? I guess mozzarella is one of the easier cheeses to make on your own. I guess so, yeah. It looked pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's a lot of squeezing. It's just watery. It's just watery cheese. It's yeah. just water, water, chunky, chunky water, water milk. Gorger. Have you, I've never been to Long Island, I think. <clears throat> you don't have to. I think one time my dad was here and we drove out to the Amityville Horror House, which is near Long Island. Yeah, that's the only, yeah, that's... Yeah, so, and then we drove right back. We did not stay in Long Island. <laughs> we drove yeah. Right back to New York. Good plan. Good plan. Good plan. So, but yeah. Wow. Word to to Trevianos. Peace and blessings. <laughs> Good job, guys. You you almost did it. Okay. Uh, every every week, I will be cooking a recipe in the Gordon Ramsay cookbook. And you and... forgot again, didn't you? No, because we teased <laughs> it earlier. We teased it earlier because we were talking about pork chops. <laughs> And pigs. This week we have entered the meat section of the cookbook. Um, oh yes, because I skipped seafood because I'm not a seafood person. But I'll come back to that later when I have somebody in my life who wants to eat seafood. So I'll eat it. I'll okay. eat it for you. You can just ship it to me. Put it yeah. in an Uber. I'll, I'll I'll mail it express overnight to Bro- the Bronx. <laughs> That'll go well. So to, this week's recipe is pork chop with peppers. And it mm. just looks like a seared pork chop with some bell peppers. Mm. So. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. It feels too easy. Good luck. Oh, there's sweet too and sour easy. peppers. Interesting. Well, good bless. I hope I. I'm sure it'll go fine. But I really need to know. I really need to know how it how it comes out. And if it doesn't have the texture of a mattress. Yeah, I wish I liked pork chops or bell peppers. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would help, wouldn't it? Yeah. Can you dip it in something? Do you have applesauce to dip it in? Oh, I'll make a sauce. I'll get some barbecue sauce and dip it in that. Barbecue sauce makes everything taste better. Amazing. Because I'm that person. I'm that person that puts sauce on everything. Because why not? At the restaurant I worked at, he would make all the condiments from scratch at the place. And uh, they were all so good. Like honey mustard, barbecue, like um all this shit and then i asked for the recipe and of course he was like no fuck you but um i did witness that like every sauce that he made had like one of those costco sized jug jugs of uh mayo like the whole thing in each sauce so they went and doubt add mayo people always like to knock on mayo mayo's fucking good mayo walked so that every sauce could run call it an aioli people like it but oh there is a there's a dipping sauce it's a specifically red robin it is um, it, it is a garlic aioli so i think it's just mayonnaise with garlic in it and 100%. like seasonings but 100%. it is the 
best thing to dip your french fries in <laughs> yeah fuck yeah all of the cream base egg base whatever the fuck sauces ranch excuse me no one is shitting on ranch so get the oh, fuck off of ranch. mayo excuse you oh my god are you even white uh, <laughs> you don't put ranch on your pizza no ew no never uh, i dip my 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 mcdonald's fries in ranch I'm not a, I've never been a ranch person. Uh, carrots, maybe I'll dip in ranch, but I prefer like a Caesar dressing. For carrots, what? Who are you? So I don't want, I don't like ranch. Well, wow. <laughs> I don't like right. it, but you do put a ranch packet, like a dried seasoning of ranch packet in a taco soup. Delicious. Mm, uh, ranch packets, the white man's seasoning drawer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Allspice ranch packets are the white people's allspice. Seasoned salt. Oh yes, seasoned salt. <laughs> put it on. Put it on frozen fries. That's what we've been doing every some other day. <laughs> some Laurie's seasoned some salt. Laurie's. <laughs> God bless Laurie's. Hey, if I'm gonna live in New York, I want the accent. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Well, this has been. It's been. <laughs> do you have anything it's more been. to plug? Yeah, I uh, I have a, there's my regular Instagram, which is full of selling things and random bullshit. And then there's my other Instagram that I have with my uh, good friend Gianni, um, uh, Tea for Two Time, which is afternoon tea, where uh, every week we post random queer shit there and trans positive shit there. And uh, I'm really selling it. But <laughs> um, Every week we do our tea shots live. We talk for an hour and then we do our, our uh, testosterone shots live. So that's fun. And uh, I have a TikTok now where I do a lot of stupid trans and non-binary TikToks. So check that out if you're interested. And I'm sure Courtney will drop those uh, links in the in the description. Yeah, the links will be in the description. I will also plug that on March 11th, Erica is starring in a play I wrote. <laughs> Virtually. So sorry. I forgot all that. I could tell in your face that like I felt this. I was like, I'm missing something. Well, there it is. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> I'm in that thing that you did. I'm also terrible at promoting my own things, and I was like, okay, okay, don't forget that on March 11th, which is like around when this, a week after this episode comes out. <laughs> so yeah, March 11th, wow. um, my 10-minute play, What's Your Song, is a part of the at-home theater artist uh, festival. So yeah, I'll put the link. It's free. It's donation-based, so if you donate money, um, part of the proceeds go to a charity, and the other part goes back to the artist, which is really cool. So the other part will go yeah. strictly to me so that I can buy more yeah. McDonald's and ranch. So thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> It'll feed our French fries and ranch budget for the year. So Bless. please come see that performance. You can see Erica act. It'll be fun. <laughs> Yay. Oh my God. Yay. Yeah. So I'll put a link to that below as well. But uh, thank you so much for being on my podcast again. Oh, thanks for having me. It's always a, a grand old garbage fire and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ramsey's Recaps. If you liked this episode, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at Ramsey's Recaps. You can also follow me on TikTok to see all of the recipe videos that go with the episodes at It's a Me Courtney One. And if you want to support us financially, you can throw a few dollars our way on Ko-Fi. That's ko-fi.com slash Courtney Style. The links to everything will be in the description. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye.